Hello, everybody. This is the Manoli's Musings Podcast. I am your host, Manoli. How we doing, people? Everything all right? We all doing okay? That's all. That's what I want to hear from you people. I want to hear good things. Good things. Good things only. Positive things only. Nothing bad from you people, all right? I'll find the bad stuff on my own. You keep it keep it good. I want to hear good things from you. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Christos Anesti, by the way, to all my fellow uh, Orthodox uh, brothers and sisters. We had our Holy Week, the Greek Holy Week, uh, well, Orthodox Holy Week this past week. So I was in church a lot. I uh, got a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, so, so, you know, I went to three... Basically, there's three services that you really want to go to. You, you theoretically could only do two. You really want to go to the Holy Unction, which is on Wednesday, and you really want to go to, you know, a liturgy at some point to take communion, whether that be Saturday morning or Saturday evening, or do they do one Sunday? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, so I went on Wednesday to the Unction, the Holy Unction. That's when they do the the oil on your hand and your forehead and all that stuff. And the, it's one of the sacraments. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I was in school. I was at school still. So I was, I went to, I was not at my, my usual church. I was at the church up here. A beautiful church is actually the cathedral, technically uh, Greek Orthodox cathedral in Colombia. And the priests, they're all very nice. They're all very good. Very nice. Good people there. I, I enjoy going there. You know, it's, it's they've been welcoming to me, even though it's not my my usual place. Uh, yeah. So we <laughs> we go in. We get in line to go get our our oil our oil done. Gosh, he can't talk. He really can't talk today. Uh, the oil done. You know, they do the, they do your hands. They do your they do your the top of your hands, the palm of your hands, your your forehead and your chin. And I I think that's it. Anyway, we're we're waiting in line to do this, and we're standing there, and people are people, <laughs> people are talking like it's just uh, I don't know, like they they they're outside, or this is just a I don't know. They just started talking, and the the priest goes, uh, "Excuse me," <laughs> because he's like, "Excuse me, uh, why don't you just wait till you get outside for that? You know, just take it outside if you're gonna." You're gonna talk like that. This is a sacrament. You you don't talk like this when you're in line for communion. And I was like, oh gosh, he just told everyone to shut up. This is great. It's great. I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little no nonsense action there. I like it. I like it. Um, from the priests. But uh, yeah, Wednesday I went there. Then I ended up going out to. I went out later that night. Nothing. I don't think anything significant happened, so I'm gonna just just move on here. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it all runs together, okay. Especially, I mean, what is this? This is Monday. I'm talking here. I can't. I can't be bothered to remember Wednesday. It's been a packed. It's been a packed week, okay. I've been busy, people. I got a life, uh huh. Who who remembers anything that happened on a Wednesday? I I can't think of. I can't think of one thing. Other than what I just told you. Um. Anyway. Thursday, 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 Thursday. Oh, I, I couldn't do much. I had I had a presentation I had to do the next day for a class. They they the guy he didn't give us an exam. He said we well, you're gonna do a group presentation with these people. So we had to prepare for that. It didn't stop me from going out, but I only <laughs> I went home at midnight basically. So <laughs> 
yeah, but basically my whole Thursday was getting ready for my presentation. Then I went out for a little bit, saw some people. Oh, I met a, I met some, I met some people who listened to the show. Uh huh. Uh, a friend of mine, her mother. I met her that night, and she's told me that she loves the show. And I thank you, uh, Mrs. Lubachewski. Thank you very much. I give you a little shout out there. That is very nice to meet you. I'm so glad you listened and enjoyed the show. She told me, she's like, are you sure from, you're from South Carolina? You, you sound like you're from New York. And I actually get that a lot. And I don't know what it is. I just think it's about something. Maybe it's the people I watch. I'm always watching. I don't know. Maybe it's just the media I consume. It, it just rubbed off on me. I talk more like a New Yorker, but I don't know. I have family in New York. I mean, my, my grandfather, when he came to when he came from Greece, he lived in New York. But now I'm born and raised. In Charleston, South Carolina, maybe I need to turn up the southernness here, all right, you people? From now on, this is the the Southern Manola podcast, uh-huh. Yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Okay, moving on. Moving on here with the, the, the new and improved Manola show, uh-huh. Uh, so the next day, I, okay, I can't do it, okay, I can't do it. I, it comes out usually whenever I'm around a lot of southern people. And then I start, I start, the accent starts to creep out just a little bit. When you grew up down in Charleston and, you know, your, your mother was from the country, that's kind of what happens. You know, you have it in you. You just got to, just got to bring it out. You got to coax it out, you know. Uh, <laughs> but moving on. Um, yeah, next day I had the presentation and it went well. We had to present on Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yes, Chick-fil-A. Me and my you know, the other people, they got off easy. The other group that went today, they had like seven people in their group. We only had five. Uh, one of our people couldn't show, so we had to each do like two sections. But the other people, they had to do basically one. So I was up there talking forever about Chick-fil-A, their, their customer service strategy, and, you know, how they deal with their customers, how their, how their corporate their corporate corporation is structured, and who are they capital market stakeholders who were the the organizational stakeholders who were the product market stakeholders and they had to give the five forces anal analyzation you know the threat of new entrants and the bargaining power of buyers bargaining power suppliers um are the other two competitive rivalry and uh oh threat of substitutes i mean who could substitute chick-fil-a i mean they are the chicken sandwich okay I mean, come on. They 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 basically invented it. They popularized it. Nobody's going to substitute them. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I had to do some research in the field for this, but not during Holy Week. I, I did not I did not eat any land dwellers for Holy Week. I I I went I went no lamb meat. I had fish just because I don't know. I it's hard to go basically vegan, but. I guess I could have done it. I guess I should have done it, but I didn't. But I, I did know land dwellers. That's what I did. Um, but yeah, you know, I I did do some prior research in the field about Chick Fil A. You know, just just you know, just for my for my academic uh, understanding. You know, on this presentation, it went well. Uh, you know, other people. I, I don't know. For me, it's like <laughs> I think it annoyed my group because I I didn't like write out exactly what I was gonna say. So. Basically, for me, it's like I write down just a few notes and then I have to internalize and memorize it. Just say it. If I say it like three or four times, I'm good. I'm good. I can do it. You know, I might flub a word here or there, but I'm good. I mean, what is this? This is this is me just talking basically off the cuff. I have some these 
collections of words here that are going to make no sense to anybody. I can't believe I actually thought I was going to be able to keep a coherent journal back in the day whenever I actually started trying to write things down. See, it's much easier just talking things out. So I don't know what I'm doing this for, but I'm doing it, okay? Anyway, so the presentation went well. The guy, that was my last class, last class of undergrad, uh, at least. Um, it was the last class. I said, man, this is it. This is it. I'm not going to be back here. I'm not going to be back here in the, the Darla Moore School of Business, named after the very successful businesswoman, Darla Moore. Uh, yeah, beautiful building. Really enjoyed my time there. Uh, beautiful place to go, to go to school. Great teachers, good classes. Can't, no complaints. I enjoyed it very much. All the more, thank you for everything. Uh, yeah, so I told the guy, I'm like, he's like, he's like, well, God bless you, you know. He was, he's like a real Southern guy, so he goes, he goes, oh, it's your last, it, it's your last class of the day. Well, God bless you, and just remember, a day without laughing is a day wasted. I'm like, amen to that, brother. That that's, I love that. That's a that's a genius right there. That's some genius, John May. That's the guy's name. Um, John May, professor. Um, yeah, yeah, he, uh, and we took, I, I made him get a, a selfie with me, even though he hates technology, but I took a little picture with him just because, yeah, it's my last class. I wanted to remember it. He was a good professor, so I wanted to honor him. Thank you, sir. Um, and thank you for your, your last little bit of wisdom there on my way out. And then I, uh, I always used to have, well, I used to, I always had lunch that they have food there the global cafe they call it so i went up there and i i uh, i got some fish they have fish there that day thank god otherwise i don't know what i would have eaten um and i told the lady i'm like you know this is it for me you're not gonna see me ever again she's like oh no you know you build a rapport with these people she's like she's like well well uh, you know you have a great day and then she I, I don't think she charged me for my lunch which was beautiful thank you but thank you for that lady uh Watch this, I'm going to say that I'm going to get a fire the point. <laughs> I don't know. It just it made a good impact on me. They got good people working there, okay? Um, I did a little weather report on the the balcony as I was eating. And I walked down, they have this huge portrait of uh, the namesake of the school, Darla Moore. And she, <laughs> it's uh, it's quite the sight. It's very large. It's, it's really... Uh, Really quite quite the sight to see. She looks very intimidating. She's kind of standing on the staircase. She's got this this prestigious look on her, her face and she's got a hard hat in her hand. Like, yeah, I built this school. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> it's a it's a great portrait, so I had to take a little picture with that. I said, Peace out, Darla. I flashed my little peace sign. And then I walked out for what I thought was the last time. Well, like I said, man, I'll get to that. Um, I said, thank you, Darla. I posted it on my Instagram, the, the more school, they reposted it onto their page and they put it on their Twitter too. So I'm like, wow, I can't believe they actually got traction. It's a picture of me throwing the peace sign with my sunglasses on inside because I think I have the right to do it. And I just said, peace out, Darla, in front of a portrait. And it was, uh, <laughs> it was a, I think it was a nice tribute to my time there, actually. Um, yeah, so I did that. And I walked, you know, it's, it's really, it's really hard when you live across the street from a brewery to walk past it when it's a hot day and you've just done something, you know, you've had your last class of college. And I said, ah, I think I'll stop in for a brew. And I did. 
I have a very nice uh, blonde ale at this place. So I sit down and I get a message on Instagram. Instagram, and it's, <laughs> it's this guy. He's like, hey, are you still good to do your interview with me? I'm like, oh, no, I forgot. I, I, <laughs> this poor guy is trying to write my the his thesis. He has to interview me. And <laughs> I'm sitting here having a beer. So I'm like, yeah. Um, I'm like, I think we're going to like Zoom or whatever. I'm like, yeah, can we just do an audio call? Because I, I kind of forgot. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. No worries. And it. Yeah, it was a good interview. He basically just asked me about music and what it meant to me. He's kind of like trying to make a cultural... Not trying to. I mean, he did. He did. That was his thesis. But he was... His questions were, what do I think... How do I think music impacts culture? Or or does it do it in a positive way or a negative way? And basically what I said is that I think... I don't think music is created in a vacuum. I think of anything, culture impacts music more than music impacts culture. But yeah, I don't want to get all Manolosophy on you. See that? See what I did there? Huh? Manoli, Manoli philosophy? Manolosophy. There you go. What else can I do for you? I'll be here all week. Um, longer than that, hopefully. Um, yeah, but it was a good interview. He, I basically said, for me, music is more of an emotional thing Honestly, more rather to escape what's going on around me rather than to, I guess, revel in it. But no, I, th I think, I, I wish I knew what I said to this guy. I mean, I'm trying to remember, but I think, uh, I think different people get different things out of music. Maybe they do get some kind of cultural enrichment to it. I guess, I guess it is a cultural enrichment because it reflects the culture of the time. But I don't think that I think it's more reflective than impacting on the culture, if that makes sense. You know, it's not like, you know, these, these songs about, you know, whatever issue you want to talk about. They weren't composing the backing. They're trying to reflect whatever the composer or the, the writer, you know, it doesn't have to be classical music. It could be any kind of music, what they think is important, what they believe and how they feel. Whether or not I think it negatively impacts culture, I think that what, what I think that depends on what you deem as negative. Uh, people didn't like Elvis. Uh, I love Elvis. I don't think he had a negative impact on culture, but they didn't like him shaking his hips. They didn't like, uh, at the end of Carmen, when Don Jose stabs her in the chest, they didn't like that either. So, you know, I think, uh, I don't know. It de depends on, I guess, depends on your values. Yeah, but anyway... That's that's all that's all the smart stuff you're gonna get out of me this week. I'm just I'm gonna go back to being an idiot now. Um, yeah, what did I do I, after that? I had when the interview. I think I had one more beer and I went and took a little nap. Um. Oh, and then I had I went to Good Friday, which I think started at. What time did that start? Well, it started at like seven. I got out like close to ten. A beautiful service, actually, probably my favorite of the year. Just the. Uh, how do I say the gravity of it? The the sad the sadness the sorrow, but it, it, you know it's an important day. It's a heavy day. It's an important day. But um, one of my favorites. We all sang the the lamentations. That's that, that's about a good twenty minutes right there of singing all together. It's a beautiful thing. You walk around the church. You have the epitaphio they call it, which is meant to represent the, I guess. I guess the coffin, but anyway, um, yeah, so good Friday, and then I, I told this, this girl invited me to her birthday party, I said, I, I'm sorry, I can't go to the actual party, 
I'll come after because I got Good Friday. And then they're like, she's like, oh, that's okay. You didn't need us out after. So I did. I went home. I got changed. And as I'm changing, I get a notification. I get a text from my mother. She's like, did you see that there was an armed robbery at, at, on campus? I'm like, no. I'm like, geez, what else? What new? What What now? What now? What now? Oh, my gosh. I, I really can't talk today. <laughs> And I looked, and, it, and sure enough, uh, there was a crime alert, and it said uh, that they committed it like that, a mile away, like an armed robbery on the college campus. And then my mother, I'm like, yeah, that's like a mile away from me. And she's like, oh. She's like, oh, well, I read their description. And I got to say, I mean, they, they could have done a better job. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, really? A ski mask? How original? She's texting me. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, what? And she's, she's like, yeah, what kind of robber? Wears camo pants, and the other one was wearing like an orange or red hoodie or something. I'm like, I don't know. If I run into him, I'll let you know. I'll let them know that my mother thinks that their wardrobe sucks. <laughs> She's like, I mean, really, people do be- do a better job if you're gonna rob. I mean, what do they rob? She's like. She's like microanalyzing this this robbery. She's like, it's like, what do they think they were gonna get anyway? Nobody carries cash anymore, especially on a college campus. Where they where they gonna get five dollars from the guy? I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. If, the, if these robbers are out there listening, uh, my mother thinks that you, your wardrobe sucks and you could do a better job. Okay, um, it was just very fun. I was like, I was like, really, like, just took it a whole different way. Um, I'm like, wow, you really feel strongly about this. She's just like, yeah, these kids are idiots. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Um, anyway, I met the birthday girl, her, her entourage at the. Oh, the country western place, the line dance, the place. Yes, I went back there. I know I said it was done with it, but I went back because where else am I going to go when your friends want to go there? I don't want to hear it from you people, okay? Call me a hypocrite, whatever. I'm over it. And I won't be going there anymore for probably the rest of my life. So, you know, I'll swear it off when I move out of this place. Um, Anyway, we're there. You know, they're playing the usual stuff. Oh, they had a band for a minute, and they, they played that... Uh, that song what's the actual name of it the one that is spare my dollars on beer roll tide that one uh yeah so they've changed the lyrics now so i think alabama started this where they they embellished uh the lyrics of the song um which i had no idea it was from the 80s until my mother told me it was um yeah i thought it was more recent but yeah uh, so, so we've embellished the lyrics, and we've we've changed a little bit. And Alabama did it first. We changed a little bit, but it, it doesn't make much sense. But I'm going to demonstrate for you. So, the, you get to the chorus, and it goes, "Spare my dollar on beer, parked in a hall underneath the mountain moonlight, roll tight, hold her up tight against the wall, make a little loving all night, little turn the Dolphin on the Mason Dixon line, F Clemson." And it's my life and LSU, oh so right, and Tennessee too, my Dixieland line. Um, yeah, so uh, I think we added F. Clemson. Um, obviously, you know that that's how we feel. Uh, and then, but you know, I think we should change LSU to Georgia. I don't think we should say Roll Tide either. That that don't make any sense. And the bassist, <laughs> he stops and goes. 
Because why do y'all say a roll tide? Are you are you Alabama fans? We're like, it don't make any sense. Just, just keep playing. Shut up and entertain us, would you? <laughs> and I hear the poke holes in our logic. There is no logic. Look around you. Look at the animals that go in this bar, okay? They're all drinking Paps Blue Ribbons and Mick Ultras and White Claws and vodka. Um. Yeah, so he's like, he's like, why are y'all saying roll tide? I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't, I wonder that too. So I think we should say, uh, we could keep on beer. We could say, spend my dollar on beer. Parked in a hall beneath the mountain moonlight. Go Cox, hold her up tight against the wall. Make her little loving all night. Little turtle doving on the Mason Dixon night. F Clemson, fits my life. And Georgia too, oh so right. And Tennessee too. My Dixie land delight. That's how I would rewrite it for our school. Okay. But what do I know? I mean, I'm just an idiot with a podcast. Um, <laughs> but if we wanted to make more sense, I mean, why are we saying roll tighter than F Clemson? Why are we saying F LSU? I don't have a problem with LSU. I don't think. Do we have an issue with them? Uh, much issue, much more issue with like Georgia. Well, Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, who, who doesn't have an issue with Tennessee? Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's how I would sing it. But so next time I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna be the trendsetter. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna embellish my own lyrics. How about that? Who's gonna stop me, huh? No one. Nobody's gonna know. They're not gonna hear it, but it'll make sense to me. You know, as long as I'm happy, if I have my own little world here, okay, this is my own little world, and as long as things go the way that, you know, as long as I do things that make me happy, that makes sense to me. Uh, I'm fine with that. And if, you know, if people want to be on my little private jokes, that that's okay. If they don't, they don't want to, they don't have to be. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what, the, what that's a sign of. Maybe it's called happiness. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, um, next day I drove down to Charleston, Charleston, the great city of Charleston, South Carolina for Easter with my family. Pasca, as we call it in the Greek church, Pasca. Um, yeah, so that was Saturday. And we, me and my, my father was out of town. He got back the next day. Uh, anyway, so it was just me and my mother and my little brother, Leo. My sister was like, I don't know, at the movie or something. Uh, anyway, so we, we went to dinner first. I, I got I got home. We went straight to dinner at, at uh, this place that we like to go to. And the first thing... <laughs> The first thing uh, Leo, my little brother, says when I walk in, he goes, what are you doing here? I'm like, okay, I guess I'll turn back around and leave. But no, I was, it was funny. It was cute. I think that's what I said to him last time I was home because he was like home. It was a school day or something, but he had a half day. But I was like, what, did, what are you doing here? So I think he was throwing it back at me is what he was doing. Um, smart kid, huh? Um, anyway, we go to this place. Uh, we're eating. We're eating. I had a. I had, I didn't break my Lenten fast. I had a pizza swordfish. Uh, very good. Very good fish. Um, some clams as well. Then at last come the clams. That was my one line when we did carousel. That was my one line. It was, well, actually I had a couple speaking lines. That was my only singing line. Then at last come the clams. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> that's my aria for you. That was my aria in Carousel, my solo, my big moment. Saying about clams. Clams. That's a fun word to say, isn't it? Clams. You can say it really aggressively, too. 
clams. When I, when I did cotillion, we used to do square dancing. Don't ask me why. I don't know. No, does any, do people, I mean, cotillion's like a high society thing, right? Like you do it to try to be all prim and proper. Do they really do square dancing in the, the, among the socialites and the elite? They should. Well, I guess if I guess, I don't know, I wouldn't know. You know, I wasn't among, I, I'm not among the Charlestonian elite. I don't know what they do at their, their little gatherings. They're, they're shindigs, if you will. Maybe they do do square dancing. But anyway, we had this one square dance. It was a, one, one of the moves, one of the calls, if you will, if I want to get technical about it. And uh, yeah, you know, we, we the lady who ran the cotillion, her name was Mrs. Whipple. Um, and it, apparently she's still doing it, which is, uh, God bless her. I mean, I mean, God bless her. This lady's been here doing it forever. Uh, anyway, her, her, one of her, her, her lackeys, her, um, what's the proper term? One of her other, the other in teachers, the other instructors, her name was Mrs. Helms. And she would always call the square dance. So one of the moves, I think one of the moves was, uh, duck for the oyster, dive for the clam. Duck for the sardine and get a full can. I'll couple on to the next. Uh, there's there's some things you just you never forget. And uh, hearing Mrs. Helms, the dulcet tones of Mrs. Helms coming out over the microphone. They used a record player too. They had a microphone like Elvis used, and then they had a record player, and they had some archaic sound system in this this old. Charlestonian Hall. And uh, yeah, that's just something I'll never forget. The sound of the, the Mrs. Helms calling those square dances. What a what a sound it was. I've never heard such beautiful, um, should I call it singing? Such beautiful calling. Uh, yeah, back in my cotillion days. Can you believe, I actually voluntarily, I mean, I got paid, but I actually voluntarily went back to, to help there. For two years, I, I helped. I was a helper. I demonstrated the dancer because I, I'm a graceful dancer. <laughs> Anybody who's, who's tried to choreograph me in a show knows that that ain't the truth. Unless you play some Greek music, and I can really dance. Yeah, but anyway, I guess my talents are wasted on the square dancing and the, the waltz and, and the foxtrot. What else did we do? The Roomba. You ever done a Roomba before? I don't think so. Yeah, the cotillion days. I'll never forget it. How did I get onto that? You see what happens. You see how my brain works. It just, it, it just, it. One thing leads to another, leads to another. I don't know where I left off. I think it was at, I think it was at this restaurant. I have a, I think, thank God, I wrote something down. It doesn't make any sense. It's not coherent, but it's coherent in my messed up brain. Um, anyway, I'm at dinner, and then I had to take Leo to the bath. Well, I went to the bathroom. Asked Leo if he wanted to come. He said, sure. Do you hear the train in the background, by the way? Can y'all hear that? Enough already. It's 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 2.30 in the morning. Why are you doing the podcast at 2.30 in the morning? I don't know. I had energy. I had to let it out. I'm trying to do homework here, okay? And I got distracted, and now I'm doing this. Don't question my methods. I get You get good stuff out of me when I'm doing this late. You get, it's spontaneous. It's it's raw and real, man. It's raw and real. Uh, anyway, I take Leo to the bathroom. And I waited for him, and uh, they're playing uh, they're playing a D. Martin song. It was, uh, I think it was, uh, standing on the corner, watching all the girls go by. You know that one? Um, 
except I sang it, you know, actually better uh, than I just did. And that was about zero. Well, I can't be zero. I, I give it about, you know, it was, it, I was messing around. I, when I sang it, when I was singing the way on Leo, I probably sang it about 50% vocal strength. Anyway, I hear Leo, he goes, how do you know all these songs, Manoli? I said, uh, well, I, I didn't want to tell him the truth, which is that I'm, I'm like an 87-year-old man in a 22-year-old's body. So I just said, uh, well, Leo, uh, back, at, back when I was your age, that's what, that's what Baba, which is how you, that's how we say father in Greek, that's what Baba used to play in the guard, you know, music like this. He said, oh, and that was it. Um, yeah, and then we sat back down and finished our, our dinner. Went home, I took a nap um, before midnight service. And I, anyway, I get up, I put on my suit, and I go to go to church for the midnight, the midnight, uh, yeah, midnight liturgy, basically. Yeah, so they do the, uh, they do like, they start at like 11.15, you do all this stuff, and then they turn all the lights off in the church, they spread the, everyone has a candle, they spread the candle light around, and you, you know, you sing, uh, Christos Anesti Ecnecron Thanato Thanatom Patisas Ketisentis Nimasi Zoin Arisamenos Which is a uh, in English, that would be Christ is risen from the dead, trampling down down on death by death, and to those in the tombs restoring life, basically. Um, yeah, so we sang that, you know, we sing that a bunch of times, and when we have, and then we do basically a normal service after midnight, so you don't get out of there. If you stay all the way till the end, which I did, um, you don't get out of there until... Uh, I didn't get out of the actual service until probably 2.30, 2.45, something like that. Um, I was hungry by this point again, and, I, and they had, so in the the hall or whatever, they had uh, they had the, they had some food for us. The priest came, and uh, some people stayed for that. We had the margaritza, which is the traditional Greek soup served on uh, Easter Sunday. And usually, you know, that's usually the first thing you eat after the the midnight service. Uh, it's a Greek. It's a Greek soup. It has lamb. Uh, lamb in it. Uh, <laughs> I'll spare you the details, but uh, it's rather delicious and it tastes good. And they had lamb sliders. Very good. Uh, yeah, it was great. Um, the margarita. I had some some of those lamb sliders, and then I I grabbed a red egg. That's what they give out. Um, red red eggs. And then I uh, I went home, um, and so yeah, so we do we what we do is we give out red eggs in our church. Uh, they're dyed red. And I actually have a story about the red egg. Um, so a few years ago, um, I was uh, oh gosh, I, I think I was at this. It might have been my last year of high school, and uh, we I was singing in the men's choir. Okay. <laughs> And uh, and I'm getting changed. I'm putting on my robe, and, uh, and for some reason I, I wanted to steady myself. 
and I'm in the changing room, I'm in the choir room. There's nobody else in there but me. I go in, I go to put on my robe, and I, I grab the shelf to steady myself. And I, I grab the shelf, and I put my hand down, and I crush. I, I This horrible smell penetrates my nose, and I feel just this gross slime on my on my hand. And I look, and it was an egg. It was a red egg from Easter, and it was it, the, it, it's this was like late February. So basically, you know, basically the egg had been there almost a year. Okay, <laughs> and I look at my hand, and it's just covered in this gray, rotten slime. This rotten egg that had been sitting there for a year. And the smell, I tell you, was, I mean, I don't, I don't know what death smells like. Thank God I don't know what it smells like, but it was, it was close, okay? It was the, the most repulsive smell ever, 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 ever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do? I, I, there was no, there was, for some reason, there was no tissue, no paper towel or something. There was a recycling bin and it had like, like old paper on. I wiped the egg off on that. It was still like caked in like in my fingernails and it was, it was disgusting. I mean, I, I, my hands smelled like, like rotten egg for days. For days it smelled, I didn't know what to do. I, I just, it was just sitting there. I had no way to get rid of it. No way. I just, I put my robe on, I went out and I... <laughs> And when I started singing, I'm like hiding my hand the whole service. I didn't want anybody to get a whiff of it. And I mean, the, the egg is just sitting there. I thought it was like a, I didn't even know this. It didn't register on my, my brain waves. I thought it was like a red ball or something. What would the red ball be doing there? I don't know, but I didn't think it was going to be one of the eggs from Easter. It was February. It's like late February, maybe the first week of March, maybe. But the point is that there was no, there was no way that egg, I mean, the egg had to have been there for about a year. And I mean, I still have this gray, this disgusting rotten egg. It's all caked into my fingers, like by my nails. And I just, I'm trying to hide my hands so nobody will smell it and suspect what I did in there. And, and somebody walks in, we're warming up or whatever. And somebody walks in, he's like, it's like, oh my gosh, who dropped a dose in the choir? <laughs> <coughs> He's like, oh my god, have y'all been there? It smells like somebody, somebody dropped one in there. I'm like, I'm standing, I'm standing there. I'm trying not to die laughing because I know what the issue is. It was the, the putrid egg. But the weird, the weird thing was, <laughs> people were going, I don't know what happened. Anyway, after we get done singing, I'm like, now I have to go back in there. I have to smell and face my crime. This egg that I crushed. What was it doing sitting on there? Why was it there? Just waiting for a disaster to happen, but I go in there. the The thing is gone. It's gone. The smell lingered. Like by the smell lingered for who knows how long. It probably took weeks for the, the that room to get air in it. But the egg itself had been disposed of somehow, some way. Somebody got rid of that egg, so nobody ever knew until now. I mean, I told <laughs> I told my mother, and she thought it was the funniest thing ever, but nobody knew. And then I. I remember driving up to Myrtle Beach that day, and I just, I'm scrubbing, scrubbing, trying to get this egg out of me, and my hands smelled the whole time I was driving up there. That's how I remember when it happened, because it was student government council. I drove up that day. I was a president, and I smelled like rotten eggs. The most putrid smell of my life. I'll never forget it.
uh, yeah. So just if if you if when you know once the Easter season passes, get rid of the eggs. Okay, that's all I ask. Just get rid of the eggs. You don't want to do what I did. You don't want to go through this. I'm telling you, the stress of that egg put on my mind the whole time I smelled it. Like they're gonna know I crushed this egg and I stunk up the joint. They're gonna know. They're gonna know. They're gonna smell it on my hand. It's gonna waft through the the choir. Maybe the whole church even. Nobody ever knew. Um, the Easter egg. Ugh. Anyway, uh, so that was my that was my experience. You see what I'm talking about? You see all these stories I have? Is what I have to unpack here? Goodness gracious! Here's something amusing. Um, so, uh, I, I instead of yes, yeah, so I went I went back for Easter because I wanted to. Obviously, I wanted to get. I wanted to take communion. I wanted to be there for Easter because this is, you know, the big thing, right? Uh, my friends, they had planned this bar crawl. Uh, they planned this bar crawl while uh, it, I totally forgot that it was like over Easter. So I was like, yeah, I'll come. And I remembered, oh, crap, it's Easter. So I had to, you know, what a nice thing to say. I meant is that, you know, I'm like, oh, it's Easter. I can't come to the bar crawl. I'm so sorry. But what they had done is that they, uh, they were going to do these superlatives. So each person in the bar crawl got a superlative. And uh, <clears throat> I wasn't there, so I, I asked, I said, what, what did you put me down for? And so the person who arranged it sent me the list of uh, my, the, the superlatives that my friends, my, my so-called friends that they bestowed upon me, this, this honor, this honor that they, uh, they gave me. So this is Manoli. These are the Harris nine responses. This is what they said. Most likely to show up graduation late and drunk off scotch. I mean, what am I, a degenerate here? I am always late. I do enjoy scotch, but my goodness, this is sad. That's just sad. That how you people see me? Some kind of loser? My goodness. That was sad. That was that hurt me, okay? Whoever said that, you hurt me, okay? Just so you know, if you're listening to this, just know the damage that you did to my psyche. That's what you think of me? That's what I'm going to do at graduation? Man. I'm not going to be late because you can't be. And, you know, the scotch will come, but it'll be after, okay? So just just calm down, okay? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a good student for the last day of my college career, all right? Next superlative. Sing Sinatra and down some scotch. Well, I can't really deny that. I love Sinatra. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like that one. Okay, whoever said that, I support. I think I know who said that. I think it was Sophie. Thank you, Sophie. Um, or maybe it was Sarah. I don't. It was one of these two. One of the one of you two. If you're, they don't listen to this. What I'm even talking about. Nobody's gonna know. <clears throat> Sophie or Sarah, one or the other. Um, was it Courtney? I don't know. Uh, most likely to serenade me to sleep. Well, that's nice. That's sweet. <laughs> Um, um, I am glad I glad glad that's what you get for my singing because some people say I'm too loud. By some people, I mean my little my little brother. Um, <clears throat> serenade you to sleep. That's that's an honor. Uh huh. Uh, who are you? Um, <laughs> most likely to be late. Yeah. Okay. I everyone knows that I have my own timeline and I get. I, I yeah. I am late. It's called a fashionably late. I have to give off the illusion that I have other things going on. Um. Most likely to be in the mob. I'm not in the mob. I'm, the, the, I'm not in the mafia. I'm not. First of all, I'm not Italian. For everyone who wants to write my name with Italian things like cannoli and ravioli, I'm not Italian. I, I love the Italian culture. I love the people. 
I'm not Italian, okay? And I'm not in the mob. But there's other kinds of mobs, and only there's a Greek mob, isn't there? I don't know, okay? I'm not in it. So just I'm just going to put that out there for everyone who keeps giving me crap about this. I'm not in the mafia. Um, oh, that's something that somebody in the mob would say, huh? Yeah, well, maybe you better watch your step then, huh? How about that? Uh, next one, most likely to be at the casino. Okay, you know, I went to the casino one time with you people, and you think it's this this regular thing for me. I'm not, I'm not a big gambler. I play a little bit here and there, but that's it. Goodness gracious. What, uh, I'm, I'm drunk all the time off of scotch, apparently. I'm late all the time. I'm gambling. I'm in the mob. What if, I'm, I'm, I'm not Tony Soprano over here. Goodness. At least I sing. That's the only redeemable quality about me, according to you people. My so-called friends. Well, with friends like these, who needs enemies, huh? Next one. We'll talk about this on next week's podcast. Okay, you got me there. You got me there. That that wins because that's that's what's gonna happen. That's the only one that came true. Oh, except for singing, I do do that. Um, yeah, I, I did talk about this next on next week's podcast. I think that was Courtney's. Courtney, you were right. Okay, I am talking about it. So so you were right. And you know, whoever wrote these other ones, I, I'd like to know who wrote these. I, I I would be interested to know who who thinks these things about me. And look at the next one. Most likely be a mob boss by 30. I mean, what, what, why do I give off this impression? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Once again, once again, you know, if, if you're so convinced, maybe you better watch out. That's all I got to say. All I got to say. I, yeah, I, if, for, for, for legal purposes, I'm not in the mafia, okay? I've never done anything illegal in my life. Right? Yes. Moving on. Um... <clears throat> Most and this is this is my la- this is uh, my favorite, and this is the last one. It's most likely to, most likely to sing her pants off. Um, uh, you know, uh, I can't confirm nor deny. Um, can't confirm nor deny. I, my mother listens to this. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Yeah, so this is this is what these people think of me. I mean, what there were like two nice ones in there, maybe three, maybe three. The other six ones, well, you people can just kiss my boo, kiss my shoe, censor myself over here. The family show. Um. Anyway, uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, we had I had a look at look at look what I'm going to switch to after after that nonsense. We had <laughs> we had uh, we ate with the priest. Oh, we went to brunch first, actually. Me and my mother and my brother. Went to our early brunch at like 10 a.m. Um, it's very good. Uh, yeah, it's very good. Thank you for that, Mother. Enjoyed it. I had, um, uh, yeah, it was good. I had some good food. When we came back, I took a little nap because uh, I had been up. So I didn't get home till like 3.30 in the morning, so I was tired. I took a little nap. And me and my father and my sister and my brother and my mother, we all went to the priest's house uh, for, for Easter, like, I guess, dinner. It was at 2, so... We we ate we ate like a three, yeah. So we, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. They made beautiful. Uh, he and he and his his wife they made a they made a beautiful food. Beautiful food for us. Beautiful spread. And we we had it all. We had we had we had the lamb. We had the pastizio. We had the spanakopita. We had the tiropita. We had the tzatziki. We had the salata. We had the krasi. We did it all. It was a beautiful spread, beautiful spread, beautiful time. Thank you, thank you, 
thank you, Father, for having us. Um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, I, you know, I had to meet for you know, a week, and I really hadn't had, I haven't had any good Greek food in a very long time. I guess the last time would have been when I was in Florida, but that wasn't, that doesn't really count. That's not like soul food, okay? Like, like I, I had like a, I had like a beautiful fish. It was beautiful and it had, it was good, but it, you know, it's a little bit different. It was great food. Don't get me wrong. I loved it, but this is a little bit different. You know, the pastizio and the spanakopita, the ropita, uh, the lamb, it was, you know, it was like, it's kind of great soul food. I mean, you know, spanakopita, most people, domades, I haven't even mentioned the domades. Um, yeah. Yeah, the tomatoes are the stuffed grape leaves, um, which they were stuffed with meat, which is, you know, how, how it's supposed to be. So that was very good. Uh, Spanakopita, you know, most people know what that is. That's like the spinach pie, as we call it. Tiropita is just uh, cheese. It's like Spanakopita, but with uh, just cheese. Um, and then what, what else do we have? Pastizio is like Greek lasagna, right? So it has, it has the meat, it has the noodles. Uh, we use, uh, we use like, round noodles instead of just the flat lasagna noodles. Lasagna, if you want to be correct about it, which somebody will correct you because everyone knows everything, right? Um, we use round noodles and, you know, we have the layer of meat and we have a layer of, of I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how to say this, the becamel, becamel, bechamel. I don't know how to say it. It sounds French. It's not Greek, whatever it is. Um, we put that on there. Um, yeah, and it's really good. I, I, I took some leftovers. I had... I took some lamb. I had it had tonight. I still have some pastizio left. I, I'll save that for tomorrow. But, oh man, beautiful spread. Thank you so much for having us. And I, I literally, I scarfed my food and I drove all the way back up to school because they gave a there was a free concert going on. Uh, so basically, when the women's basketball team won the national championship again, congratulations to the the Lady Gamecocks. Uh, Darius Rucker said. You know what? I'm going to do a free concert for all the students. I think he said it beforehand. He's like, if they win, I'm going to do a free concert for the students at, at uh, the arena here. We have a, a basketball arena. It seats, seats a lot of people. So he said, I'm going to give a free concert for all the students if they win. And he lived up to his promise. Darius Rucker, very proud Gamecock, proud Charlestonian. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. He, uh, you know, he, he grew up in Charleston. Charleston native. He went to school here. That's where they formed Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, yeah, so that they had their first performances in and around on campus. Uh, yeah, so he, he's always been very proud of his school, very proud of his state, very proud of his hometown. So he wanted to get back. He wanted to celebrate what the, the great the women's great achievement. So, yeah, he had a, a free concert. It started out the president of the university, Bastides. I saw him on the way there. He told me, Christos Anesti. This is what uh, we say after Easter, the Greek and the Greek tradition. Uh, Christ is risen. You know, we say Christos Anesti, and then you respond, Aristos Anesti. Christ is risen. Truly, he is risen. I saw the, yeah, I saw Pastides, and we, he walked by. I said, hey, he's like, Christos Anesti. I'm like, oh, yes. it's nice to have a Greek president of the university. Um, but anyway, he came out on stage, and I, uh, the athletic director, they gave the little introduction. Uh yeah, and the opener was Nelly, the rapper, and he did a great job. He played for like an hour, which I was surprised. I figured he might do 20, 30 minutes yeah, as an opener for a free concert, but no, he, he did like 45 minutes to an hour. I was impressed. Um, yeah, he did a great job. Uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. 
And they brought out the women's team, the women's basketball team, their coach, Dawn Staley, and they celebrated them. They had like a like a highlight reel, and they, they kind of did the thing. They played some of the, the, you know, our fight songs or whatever. Yeah, it was fun, yeah. <laughs> I had to really rush because uh, I might have left the priest house like at 3.45, maybe. And the my school's about two hours away, so I... I wasn't right. I, okay, I shouldn't say I rushed. I left. I had plenty of time, but the doors opened like at six. Um, the doors opened like at six, and uh, you know I wanted to be there. I wanted to have good seats. I knew my friends were going to want to have good seats too. So I, literally, I got home. I didn't even change. I, I, I literally, I didn't stop along the way. I went straight there, safely, of course. Um, <laughs> I went straight there. I got out, and I knew my friends had been pre-game into the concert, so I. I had some Tito's, um, walked over to the concert. The menu was right there. It's literally less than 10 minutes away from me, walking distance. Um, kind of ran over there. I saw my friends in line. I got, literally, I hopped in line. They opened the doors. It's beautifully set up on my part. I didn't have to wait. I had to get there early. I, I just, I just did it, okay? You see, you see the genius, the genius mind of Manoli, how he plans things? He does it. He, he gets it done, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, I walked in. And again, yeah, so so Nelly started. Uh, yeah, so I was like in a, in a daze already. So it was it was a lot of fun. Nelly started. They brought up the women. They celebrated them. Uh, yeah, and then Darius came out. Darius Rucker. You know, a front man for Hootie and the Blowfish. And, you know, now a great solo artist. Great solo artist in his own right. Uh Primarily the country country scene, uh, he he did phenomenal. I mean, what a voice this guy has. I mean, just his live was just as good as his records, if not better. I mean, he really brought it. I mean, he wasn't you know free show. You you think you know sometimes these guys come out for twenty minutes, thirty minutes. He played for like I don't know how long exactly, but it must have been it must have been probably an hour and a half, maybe close to two hours. He played for a long time. He did a great job. I mean, he went through basically all his great songs. Um, you know, some of the Hootie stuff too. Uh, yeah, he did. He I mean, he had great energy. He was, you know, he was dancing. He was out there. He was doing his thing. And it was it was a good moment. You know, you can tell he's proud, proud to be from South Carolina. Proud to be a Gamecock. Um, yeah, he did all his all his good songs. Um, and then uh, he didn't. You know, he acted like he was done. Right. He and then. And then when he came back out, they did like, he did, I don't remember, he did like two songs and he did Wagon Wheel finally, which was like, you know, everyone was wanting to hear Wagon Wheel, obviously. They were chanting, Wagon Wheel, Wagon Wheel. Of course, he came back out and uh, yeah, he, he did Wagon Wheel. The crowd went nuts, of course. And the band, you know, the band sounded great the whole night. Uh, his band, great fiddle, great side guitar, really, really good sound on all fronts. Um. Yeah, he, he had he had great energy. He he brought it, man. And he sang just great voice Darius has. I mean, really good. And anyway, he's doing wagon wheel, right? He, he saved that for last because, you know, that's everyone wants to hear it, like I said. Um and uh he stopped the song. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And he's like, turn all your cameras off. Off. So we did. He's like, he's like, okay. So there's a there's a line in the song, right? And it goes, um, Something, something. But he's ahead and west from the Cumberland Gap to Johnson City, Tennessee. Anyway, so he says, stop. Stop. 
stop everyone. Put your phones away. Because everyone did. Because everyone's filming at this point. You know, you can't go to a concert now without filming it, right? Um, okay, guilty as charged. I filmed a little bit, but I tried to enjoy most of the music. All right, you got me. You got me. I confess. Anyway, everyone puts their phones away. He goes, all right. All right, when we, when we get to this part, you're going to go, F Tennessee. <laughs> I think he just said it. I think, I think he just got everyone put your phones away. F Tennessee. We loved it. The whole audience went crazy. We died laughing. And so, yeah, we sang it like that. And it was, but he's ahead of the West from the Cumberland Gap, the Johnson City. F Tennessee. We sang it like that for the rest of the time. It was a great memory, a great moment. Like I said, who doesn't have a problem with Tennessee? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you know, a little SEC, on SEC action there, you know, a little, a little, a little dig. Um, but, yeah, he, it was a great concert. We had a great time. Uh yeah, it was it was very nice. I mean, what other school does that, right? Like, what other school can you go free concert? Nelly's the opener. Darius Rucker's the main act. I mean, come on, this is this is great. It's free. I, I could walk to the stadium. I literally it took me ten minutes to get there. I had to pay for a thing. As there were my friends were having a good time singing and all of that. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um. Yeah. So. So. Uh, and what does that bring me to? Monday? Oh, oh, how about my Dodgers? Ah, how about my Dodgers? Look at these Dodgers. Look at they start out the season, baby. Look at they start out best team in baseball to start out the season. I know it's very early. It's very, everyone, you know, you have to give that disclosure. It's very early in the season. Very early. I don't know how many, how many games are they doing this year? Is it less? Are they, are they pushing it back? I don't know. It must be less because they, they got a late start. We lost some games, but anyway, um, the Dodgers are twelve and four to start off the season. Uh, yeah, how about that? How about how about that, people? How about the Dodgers? Look at look at this go, starting off strong. I'm proud of my Dodgers, you know. And we had a, a quote unquote uh, big series this weekend against the San Diego Motorola's. Oh, I'm sorry. What are they called again? Uh, the San Diego. What are their names? What are, what are they called? The Dodgers, uh, Dodgers punching bag. What, are, what what's that team called again? San Diego something. Um. Uh, so, oh, Padres. Yes, the Padres. The San Diego Padres. Um, yeah, the first team to have a, a advertisement on their uniforms. Oh, wow! How sad. Um, yes. How classy. Keep it classy, San Diego. Um. With your your Motorola patch, I didn't, I didn't realize Motorola was still around. To be honest with you, I remember when they were the big thing. Uh, you know, everyone wanted the Razor. I never got that. Uh, that was before I had I had a phone. So it was the Razor. I think was the big thing, and then BlackBerry had their thing, and then iPhone took over, and the rest is history. But yeah, the San Diego Motorolas, uh, I think, is what they should be renamed. Uh, yeah, quote unquote big series against them. We we took the first game. And, you know, by some fluke, they, they managed to take the, the second game of the series and they celebrated like they had just, you know, achieved world peace. Uh, yeah, they, they really had a ball. They, they were very excited. They, you know, the, the Padres, they just have some, some animosity towards us. And I don't understand what it is because, you know, I look at the, the games when we play in San Diego and the stadium, it seems, you know, is half full of Dodger fans. Um, it's like Dodger Stadium Southtown there. And I don't know what their issue is with us. It's just some kind of deep-seated 
insecurity that they they really just have a have a problem with us you know i I guess you know when you've been on the team so many times they just get they get tired of it but you know i guess it's understandable san diego it's all right you know we took the first game we gave you a let's i have it here we had we took the first game six to one you came back okay so you put a you gave us a little punch in the nose. All right, okay. It was a three to two victory. Yeah, it wasn't exactly a blowout, but you know, you scraped very hard for your little win. Okay, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that moment of happiness. You know, you celebrated like you just put, you know, you put I don't know Manny Machado on the moon or something. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. So they they celebrated like they had just I don't know. Uh, uh, like I said, there's really no way. I mean, they were very emphatic about a regular season game. Um, yeah, so they celebrated. You know, on Sunday we came back and we won uh, ten to two. Uh, yeah, so uh, and you know, one of your fans, your 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 very classy fan base, they threw a beer at uh, Cody Bellinger, and then so so you know, one of your people in the stands threw one at him. So he put two in the stands on Sunday. You know, on his own to crush two homers. Uh, yeah, so don't mess with the Greek is all I can say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what, what y'all's deal is with us. It's just, I, I, you know, I was listening to the broadcast on my drive, and it was like, when he hit the home run, it was like it was a home game for us. So I think you should be thanking us for putting people in the seats, putting people in the stands is all I can say. Um, yeah, Padres, you know, you had your little victory. Oh, did you win? You won your little game. And then, uh, well, the Empire struck back and we put you rebel scum back into your place. So, yeah, sit down, San Diego. I don't want to hear from you people anymore. Oh, wait, they're always chirping up there. Yeah, it's our year. We're taking it to you this year. They, they, they've invested a lot in that team. They've done a lot. And, you know, I, have they made it to the... What did the... They didn't win the division last year. I think we we must have beat them in the wild card game, which... Yeah, yeah, we we did that, right? Yeah. That was last year. Year before, did they make it to the did they win the wild card? I don't remember. Um they haven't done anything significant is my point. So uh yeah, San Diego, this is not I mean, they try to make it a rivalry. It's like, okay, this is a charity game that we we entertained you. You you may have called us off guard, but you know, we were just toying with you and then we gave you the shellacking on Sunday. So ten to two victory. Um yeah, so we will meet again, and we will see again. You know, just just who who owns the West? Um, yeah, it ain't y'all, okay? So just we'll see how it goes. And then you know, yeah. So after that, uh, today uh, I watched the whole game. Walker Bueller, the great Walker Bueller, 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 Walker Bueller, the legend, Walker Bueller's supremacy. What does he do? Puts up the first complete game of the season against Arizona. A beautiful shutout complete game. Only gave up three hits. It really should have been two because the first thing was more of an error than a hit. But, you know, but I guess three hits will do. Ten strikeouts against the Diamondbacks. Um, look at Walker Bueller go. He threw 100-something. Was it 108, 109? He threw a beautiful, pitched a beautiful game. I, I love watching that. I love watching a pitcher pitch a beautiful game. It's boring, blah, blah, blah. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It's where the drama starts. The beauty comes from. Will Smith, uh, not the people, the one who slaps people at the Oscars, the baseball player, uh, the more talented one, uh, he, he, oh, oh, he put, uh, 
He put one in the stands. That was one for me. That on my fantasy team, I have Will Smith. I have Walker Bueller. I was very happy with both of their performances tonight. Yeah. Walker Bueller, baby. I mean, he, he was in command. He was in control. He knew what he was doing. He knew he was going to shut him down. That's three complete games for him in his career. This is his first one that was a shutout. I mean, beautiful game. Really thrilled. I'm so glad I got to see it. We had finally a complete game. Literally the first complete game of the season. It, it, be, they were just saying, like, you just don't see that thing, this thing nowadays. I'm like, no, I guess you don't. I'm glad it was one of us. I'm glad it was Walker Bueller, you know. Love Walker Bueller. He's he's one of my favorites. Um, oh, sorry. I went back to the business school today because they were giving out free stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I like my freebies. So so I went back there, even though I thought I was not going to go back. Um, yeah, I went back there and I got my free stuff. They were giving away shirts and stickers and koozies and uh, cups. Uh, I think a keychain, maybe. Chick-fil-A. They have free Chick-fil-A there for us. They have free cookies. I didn't eat that. I'm not, you know, I told you I'm not a sugar guy. Free ice cream, but yeah, it was it was very nice of them. So yeah, I definitely went for that. I ran to some I was there for all of maybe 10, 15 minutes where I saw like five people I knew. We were all we all had the same idea as business people. Hey, you give us anything for free, we're gonna take it, right? We haven't we given enough money to the school? Yeah, give us a give us a little freebie, okay? Now thank you for that. No, I'm kidding. It was very nice that they did that for us. They they, they really show their appreciation for the students. It's a great school. And a bittersweet that I'm gonna be leaving that bittersweet that I'm done, but we're almost done. There's still some work to be done, but yeah, yeah moving on, moving on. And uh, yeah, so I think that's going to do it. Oh, I went long today. I had a lot to talk about. It's Holy Week, um, or was Holy Week. Uh, again, you know, as always, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you very soon. And Cristo uh, Sanesti, again, to those who are celebrating, and uh, I will see you all very soon. All right, that's it. Goodbye.